Hey folks, welcome in. Uh, Irish Theatre's podcast, Michael McQueen, Jimmy English, Steve McKee. As we're, we're at the bye, we're coming into week six of the NFL season and the Steelers are one of the teams this week on a bye, but we're coming back off uh, some some positive news, some some great news. And I tell you what, boys, uh, good time to be a Steelers fan, top of the north. Who would have thought it a few weeks out? Beating the Ravens 17-10 to 10 at the weekend and just, as I said, great to be joined by, by Jimmy, by Dave and... Um, Jimmy, start with you, my friend. Uh, look, we'll take the win. Top of the North. Uh, and mm. hopefully, we're still top of the North come this weekend if the Ravens hopefully lose in London. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the improbable AFC North leaders, uh, and I think starting out at the start of the season, um, like none of us would have predicted that we'd be at this point at the bye. Uh, I like that they absolutely pulled that one out of the bag <laughs> over the weekend. So, look, we'll take the victories where we can get them at this stage. And... Uh, Get a bit of rest and recuperation. Now, it's mad to think they're at the bye already. Like this season is absolutely flying by. You know, we were here in the preseason saying, "Oh, we can't wait for the season," and now it's God, it's absolutely flying by. So look, it's 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 great. It's all it's all good at the minute. So long may it last. Uh, you're bang on. It, it it really feels like the whole thing is just flying in, and it's it's a weird one because you know a lot of the division is still playing this weekend and like at least it gives the guys a chance to rest up and sort of recuperate because different teams have got different weeks for the bye and Dave as Jimmy says it, it's flying and it feels like as Jimmy said it feels like the preseason was just it feels like we only started this yesterday it's it's weird it's um I guess for us we're we're a third of the way there during the season top of the north take it and run situation and once this bye comes back it's good to go but um Big few weeks ahead now. Big few weeks ahead, Dave. Yeah, I know. I completely agree with everything you've said there, Michael. Um, we've obviously hit the bay now. It, as I said, it's, it's flown in. Um, but who would have thought we would have been top of the FC North, the so-called best division in football? Probably, it's probably not the so-called. It probably is the best. And we're sitting on top of it. And, you know, so far this season, there's been a lot of rumblings about, you know, unhappiness within the fan group and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we're top of the FC North. It's It's... It's hardly um it's hardly believable if you look back on a couple of weeks ago. So hopefully this week with the bay, we've got an opportunity to sort of review everything, how how everything's going down and obviously how we can improve going forward. So yeah, um hopefully this week flies in and before you next week, uh, we had the LA next week and another home game abroad, if you like. So hopefully uh, we we come in there with another win and we can get a, a good rest up during the bye week. Yeah, that LA Stadium is really like a home game, and we will look at that next week. It's it's crazy to see sometimes when you've got different teams there, and we we seen with with Vegas a few weeks ago. The Steelers really really travel well. Jimmy, I've got you on notifications on Twitter, man, and, or X. Apologies, and uh, I seen your lovely lovely post about TJ Watt, and he's obviously the sack leader for the league across five weeks. He's flying, but he is on fire this season so far, man. Yeah, eight sacks on the season and the the early stages of the season, and he's really like he, he's really on track. I think for for a second de- defensive player of the year season this year, and he's he's just he's playing like a man possessed. And you know he, himself and the rest of the defense have, have put the team on their back the past couple of weeks. Like let's not kid ourselves, special teams and defense are the reason we won that game on Sunday. They kept us in it. They made splash plays. Great to see Joey Porter Jr. getting his first interception uh, of his young career against no, no one, no less than uh, Odell, Be- Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, that was just delighted for the young man. 
And then, like, you had that massive splash play uh, on special teams, the, the block punt for the almost, the almost touchdown. I think I, I jumped three feet in the air out of my seat when I when that happened, screaming and roaring. But look, um, defense wins championships. TJ Watt, if, we, if we're going to have any hope of winning, of getting to the playoffs, first of all, and then going to the, to the Super Bowl, it's, it's going to be TJ Watt and that defense keeping us in it. Yeah, lead, not just leading the lead in sacks, Dave, but leading the lead in quarterback hits, tackles for loss, pressures, fumble recoveries, fumble recovery, touchdowns, forced fumbles. Do we say MVP? Do we keep quiet? Say nothing at this point? I don't see why not. I mean, MVP, uh, traditionally, it's a quarterback reward. It's very rarely where a quarterback doesn't win it. But if there is somebody outside the quarterback position that's going to win it, it has to be TJ. I mean, you, you just sort of run out of words to describe how good he is. I mean, I, for me, he's already he's already overtaken his brother. Um, he's that good. Uh, every time, you know, every time we we chit out, and he always comes up with a big massive play. And um, I thought at the same time we we managed to turn the ball over with forty seconds left, and they thought, oh, that'd be game over. Somehow the offense still tried to find a way to give the ball back to the Ravens. So, um. As I say, you know, just to say everything Jimmy said there about the defense, the defense just continuously carries us. Offense is slowly but surely getting there. Hopefully that's something we can work out on the on the bye week. But the defense is just continuously making plays. As Jimmy said, Joey Porter Jr. was delighted to see that as well. Um, but TJ Watt is our all-star. And, you know, at the end of the day, if he continues to make plays, we're always going to have a shout. And um, just brilliant to see him continuing on that that season form we knew he would have as well as that you know he's, he's i think he's nail on to break the sack record surely i don't know what you think but he's, he's nail on to break it surely i'd love that he breaks it jimmy um just in the normal pre new rule of games in terms of like the extra game let's actually hear from tj before we go any further this is what tj had to say after the game Well, just tightening up. Uh, we, I mean, we know teams are going to score in the NFL. I mean, like we always say, they have scholarships too. Um, they work all week. They have. A, they create a great plan, and uh, really proud of the way that we we settled into the game and were able to bow up in a lot of big time situations. I mean, the inside backers, um, I thought, played really well today. Obviously, able to create some pressure up front, and then um, heck of a play by Joy Porter uh, in a big time moment in a big time game against. Um, Top quality talent. That's a huge play. You've been a question leader of the defense. Is there anything you did in particular this week in preparation with the guys, whether it was motivation or just whether you guys studied together? Did you do anything different? No, I mean, I mean, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. You need to stay constant to a degree. I mean, we're not going to change everything that we do. Um, I think Coach Tomlin does a good job of getting us prepared and getting us ready each week. I think he did a great job this week of letting the guys that haven't been here know the importance of this rivalry because at the end of the day we have to know there's a lot of new faces in the locker room and um, we really hit that point home and uh, you could feel it when we were out there playing today. What is it that allows you guys to hang in there when it's not really going your way? It appears to be kind of one side in the first half, but you just hang in there the whole time. We're just doing our job. We're not paid to do anything other than go out there and, and make as many plays as possible uh, and try to deliver the ball uh, to the offense if we can. Otherwise, hold them to field goals. But uh, don't have time to worry about all the other things. TJ, the significance of that kilogram block and the energy that it brought to your group. Not surprised. The guy works his tail off. Um, he, he's out there every day in the beginning of practice, pre-practice, um, working on his craft. And uh, Coach Tomlin always says one block a year makes you great. And I mean, he has a whole bunch of them at this point in his career. And it's it's awesome to see a guy that you know the other team is scheming for make plays like that. And uh, but like I said, I'm not surprised uh, by 
by his work ethic and being able to have that opportunity to make that play and then making it when he had it. And then obviously it just created a spark and uh, Seal Nation came alive again for us and it was huge. We absolutely need them in the end and uh, like always they delivered. Did you change this second half that allowed you guys defensively to shut them down and eventually get the splash that you got? I think we just settled in, really. I mean, um, I think we were we were gang tackling. Uh, we were able to make some big plays defensively. Able to get after the quarterback, make him uncomfortable uh, uncomfortable a little bit. I thought the coaches made some nice adjustments. And uh, at the end of the day, it's all about execution. Considering how you got here, this first place at this point feel pretty good. And uh, you know, good time for the bye week to, to get some guys. Back. Yeah, um, good time for the bye week. I mean, the first place doesn't mean anything right now. We're, we're still super early. Um, need to get some guys back. Um, need to just take some time, let the body rest a little bit, and uh, look at the film. We could talking about it. How different, if at all, did that Baltimore offense look and feel to you guys when you were playing against it? I mean, it's it's always a tough physical game. I'm gonna have to go back, look at the film, and really digest it. Like we were just talking, it's so hard to. I mean, you just play in, play out. It's hard to have like a zoomed out like perspective on the game um, until you watch the film. Did you guys take a little boost from that fourth down stop in the second quarter in the locker room. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to, we're feeding off each other. I mean, we really are. And uh, it doesn't matter who's, who's humming offense, defense, special teams. Um, we just need to feed off each other. And I feel like we did a good job of that today. What a guy. What a guy, Jimmy. Um, you, you've already talked venomously about him. So will, will we talk about the offense or is that anything you want to say about TJ? Yeah. Do, do you know what? Like as much as defense and special teams have to be lauded for the performance on Sunday, we finally saw what we've been begging for, and that was feeding George Pickens the ball. Look how many clutch, clutch plays that man came up with, that young player came up with in tight coverage, you know, a couple of sweet toe taps and drags on, on the on the sideline. Uh, he had, of course, the, the end around j- the jet sweep, which I believe was our longest running play of the uh, of the evening. So obviously, like, there's much to be desired still. Uh, Jaden Warren had another fantastic game. Disappointing for him that he didn't score, but like it, that's coming. And you know, I said on one of the previous podcasts, Michael, you know, I don't see the Steelers having a first string and a second string running back. I see them himself and Najee as running back one and running back one A. And you know, I flagged this. I flagged this weeks ago. Jaden Warren could truly emerge as a starting running back before the season's over. Um, and like. That touchdown as well to, to George Pickens was a, was a thing of beauty. Um, the way Kenny just, you know, he, he faked the handoff, he rolled out and just lobbed it over the, over the top. So, look, like I said, there's, there's much to work on, but it is it is vastly improved. So, um, look, look, they, they, they just need to, to keep doing what they're doing and, and get more big plays. And Dave, it's it's funny because you know we, we we were talking and look, obviously the offense had to take a step up, had to take a step up this week on in the Ravens game because they had the least players per drive of an offense in the league, and they had only drove, as you said, they had only drove into the red zone once in twenty six first half drives so far in the twenty twenty three season. So it look, I wouldn't sit here and say it's not good. It wasn't good, but like clearly there's been an improvement. It took a bit of time in this Ravens game, and what Jimmy said, you know, feeding pickings and like. Never mind that play that we seen with Pickens in that game. Did you applaud the decision to go for two, even though it didn't work at the time? Obviously, mathematically, I guess it made sense. But do you like the fight in the offense? And what what was your sort of takeaways from the offense this week? Yeah, no, as just as everything Jimmy said, you know, there's been improvement, gradual improvement each week. It just seems like throughout the first couple of quarters, or even through to the fourth quarter, we just take time to to adjust offensively. 
Um, like the game didn't actually spread into life until the fourth quarter. And by then we were sort of like, we don't really know how we're going to get on here. But um, as Jimmy said, you know, about George Pickens, you get him in a one-on-one battle. I think it was with Marlon Humphreys. If he can beat his man, I think that was that's another thing we have to come back with Kenny Pickett. He was wise enough to say, look, George is one-on-one against an aging cornerback. If I can throw it up to him here, he's going to get it. He's going to provide for us. So offensively, you know, of course we're not where we want to be. If we want to be matching with the likes of the Chiefs, the Bengals who are looking like they're getting a lot better, we're going to have to improve offensively. There's no doubt about it. But we are still seeing gradual improvements and hopefully that splash play to George Pickens, that's going to be the key for us. You know, more corner, uh, the, the more of the league's going to be paying attention to him as well. So I just think if we can just continuously to hit us, hit the routes and stuff like that and obviously do uh, just offensively, I think we should be okay. But, you know, we're going to have to find that out after the bay, hopefully. Jimmy, have you anything else that you'd like to add towards the offense before we hear from some players? Yeah, I think overall it was it was a much better performance generally. Like a lot of things to be ironed out. Fair play to Kenny Pickett coming off that nasty looking injury last week. I mean, we were sitting here, we were texting each other, we were like, that's his he's done. He is he's gonna he's gonna sit the season. So like the fact that he that he came back, he didn't he didn't look a hundred percent, but he was still comfortable enough to, to hang in the pocket to roll out like he does and make big plays. So, like, there are signs of life in the offense. And if our defense can just keep doing what they're doing, keep fighting, keep us in games like this, make the make the big splash plays that spark something in this team, then I think we're going to be okay. There's a, there's a slight bit more optimism coming back now, lads, after the uh, the depths of darkness the past couple of weeks. So, no, I look... I, I, like, I'm an optimist by nature, and I'm optimistic that we can... That we can, that we can um, Get it, get it, get enough of a of a good role going before we face, you know, the resurging Bengals. Who, my God, like they were, Jamar Chase. You know, I know this is a Steelers podcast. Can we just take a moment to it to say Jamar Chase? Like, what a what a that connection with Joe Burrow. But anyway, yeah, look, just that that's it, Nick. Look, let's just let's just keep rolling. Let's just keep building, uh, and let's keep stacking the Ws. I chose a wrong week to come up against Jamar Chase on fantasy, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, that's why. That's why I play fantasy lads. <laughs> You, you like you're you're right you're bang on though because like literally I think some and this has been it's really been equal than the first five weeks of the season the the short termness of the league and yeah there's been a few weeks there where it was touch and go but then you look at this week getting the getting the win and people were very down in the Bengals a few weeks in and I, you know you look at other teams like the Texans have overperformed and across the league there's been teams that have been up and down and it's it's a marathon it's not a sprint and I, I, I look. I've enjoyed even the podcasts where maybe we haven't been talking about something positive because we're talking about the football and I'll just take that as a, just why we still have it and let's let, let's hear from the offense let's hear from George Pickens Kenny Pickett after that big fourth quarter with that win against the Ravens on Sunday yeah they went uh, they went zero um, you know we were, we were preparing all week and there's kind of bigger moments that they were going to go zero um Got the protection right, uh, you know. Gave George's route, and he went up there and won. Um, you know, big time player. You know, make big time plays in those moments, and you know, that's what we got in fourteen. Kenny, how do you describe the emotions of this win? Highest of highs and the lowest of lows in this game. Uh, you know, it's it, it's unreal to to win like that at home. You know, in front of our fans. Obviously, it was you know up and down early, but you know we hung in there, we stuck with it, found a way to win. That's all that matters. So really proud of every guy in that locker room. Kenny, Joey gets that pick. What was the conversation in the huddle after that? 
Uh, go score, you know, go, go, go finish the game. Um, you know, that, that was, that was my mindset. Um, obviously there's a lot going on, but guys just, you know, focus and execute each play and, and move down the field and get in the end zone. Kenny, those plays, takeaways by the defense, block punts, what does that do for an offense momentum wise when you guys take a few? It's huge. It's huge. Um, you know, I can't say enough about our defense and then our special teams also stepped up today and, and, and shout out to Miles, um, a guy who dedicates, you know, to the, to his craft. I watch him work every day. I watch him, you know, work punt blocks all the time. Um, he's constantly doing it. He's obsessed with it. So there's no surprise that he's the guy that steps up in those moments when we needed it. And, uh, you know, huge, huge appreciation for Miles. Think of a spark was Jalen for you in the second half, especially. Massive, massive. Love Jay plays plays unbelievably hard. Um, incredibly talented player. Want to get him the ball in space as much as we can, whether it's the running game or the pass game. I feel like he does, you know, great things in, in both areas. Um, you know, obviously came in together as rookies and in, in, in our second year here. But uh, love Jay and, and really proud of the way he played. Hey, when I mean, the game ended, you... is that something that can get you individually and the group? Collectively going is that a, a huge boost? I think, yeah, I think it, you know it, it pushes you that way. You know, obviously the, there's ups and downs in a season. There's ups and downs in games, but we found a way to win down the stretch, and I think that's all that matters. You know, there, there, it's nowhere near as good as it needs to be. Um, speaking from an offensive standpoint, we understand that all the players do, all the coaches do. Um, we're working tirelessly at it to get better and, and, and put more points on the board. But at the end of the day, we went down there and we won. At the end of the game. Um, and got the W. Um, you know, going into this bye week, get healthy, um, have some guys banged up, so it'll be good to you know try and get back to full strength. Um, you know, moving on from the bye week. What was the difference for you in the fourth quarter? It looked like you were maybe more accurate on your throws and maybe more confident in those decisions. Um, I don't think anything really changed. To be you know honest, I think you know we were we were mixing it up, um, had the running pass game working. Um, you know, I feel like we continue to work on that and do more of it. Um, you know, I got to be more accurate and, and put balls on guys and, and then they'd run after the catch. So there's, there's always areas to improve, but um, it was good that we came together as a, as a unit there and executed a high level to win the game. Even when things were going well and things got frustrated, that nobody got outside of themselves and you didn't make that kind of big mistake that allowed you to stay close in the game. Right. You know, I think we stayed together and I was, I was preaching that all week. Um, you know, you get to this, this level, there's so many outside factors that try to get into a team and try to pull a team apart, whether it's media related, fan related, whatever it may be. Um, you have to stay together in football. It's, it's the ultimate team game. Um, offense, defense, special teams, 11 guys on the field working together, pushing each other, um, and, and playing their hearts out to go win the game. And that's what we did. So um, incredibly proud of, of our team here. What does it say about the fact you have a Jordan, you make a throw like that, and he delivers despite all the struggles that the offense was having in this game? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I don't think there's any, you know, question in my faith in, in 14 and, and how much I believe in him and always giving him opportunities to make plays is something I'll continue to do. Um, so I've been saying since I've gotten here and I've, I've been playing with him. So, um, you know, unbelievably talented player shows up in big time moments and I always want to give him those opportunities. Kenny, uh, Kenny Jones uh, gave you and Mason Cole a lot of credit for checking the line of scrimmage <coughs> um, a lot of times accurately today. Did you do more of that today than in weeks past? with the Ravens being on the other side? It, it's all game plan related. You know, it's whatever we put in the game plan. The coaches put in the game plan that allows me to do it at the line or not, um, built into certain plays. Um, if they go zero, we always have those answers. We can do certain things. Um, I think we did a really good job of communicating today. I think there's some, um, you know, personnel things we got to get cleaned up. It wasn't as smooth as, you know, we hope it would be or needed to be, but um, there's all areas that we can improve on. So we just got to continue to you know, show up and, and get better. Part of the game plan built in because we're expecting them to go zero more than the average. Yeah, we had more zero answers this week based off what they've shown on tape. Yep. Because of that, did you go in? I know you always want to try and get the ball to George, but did you go into this game thinking you were going to be able to and you wanted to? 
that was that was the plan. You never know how it's going to play out. You know, you never know how it's going to play out. But that was the plan going into it. Um, you know, if we have those chances to get George, you know, one on one, we'll take it. Sometimes they pressed, sometimes they didn't in zero. So it, it all depends on the look, um, and we got the perfect look for it. You know, down the stretch. This is now your second time against the Ravens in a row that you've thrown a game-winning touchdown late in the fourth quarter to give you guys a lead. What can you say about this rivalry that brings the intensity in the close games? <coughs> yeah, Coach. You know, Coach showed us kind of a tape early in the week of how close the games always are against the Ravens. It's just how it goes in the AFC North. You know, all the teams are so competitive. Um, great defenses, great offenses going at it every week. So um, it's, it's you know we we're saying it's going to be like a marathon type game. It's going to come down to the, t down to the end. Um, if everyone's everyone's doing their job, we'll have a chance to win at the end. So that's the exact would happen. Is, as tough as it's been for the offensive first month, how have you been able to sort of not let your, whatever your frustrations might be, get the best of you? And, and is that a sign of maybe growth uh, as a, individually and as a group? Uh, I'll probably just say me competing because uh, really, to be honest, my my energy is always really the same because the defense will probably get out there and make a play and now I'm back happy. You see what I mean? So uh, I'll probably just say my, my emotion to fight and my emotion for the game, that's all that really is. George, you and Joey Porter Jr. had your battles throughout training camp, and I know you two have you know, the friendly competition, but what was it like to see him get his first career interception in, in that fashion? Oh, uh, I didn't even know. I swear to God, I didn't even know he got an interception today. I, I know TJ's fumble, and that was I was I was all over the place, bro. But I didn't even know. But uh, congratulations to him for sure. <laughs> what do you, you think when you back? see Marlon Humphrey across from you in the game on the line? Uh, I kind of uh, I don't know about you know other receivers around the league, but him going to my high school, him being from Alabama, it's uh, it's more like of a I probably say I don't want to say a practice field, but it's a guy that I know personally, so it's a little different. Kenny mentioned staying together um, this weekend today through any like distractions, whether it's media related or fan related. Is that tough at all for you guys to do as an offense at times? Uh, not really. I am not gonna lie to you. Uh, within within the building, we kind of be connected as a team. Uh, each player on the team, we really connected with very very close. So the media and all the other stuff is kind of hard to we we see it, but it's kind of hard to break up the group. There was a there was a lot of calls for you guys to be more physical in this game with the Ravens. How did you guys how did you feel your team as a whole, offense and defense, answered that call? Oh, I feel like that was great, uh, especially at the end right there. Uh, I feel like you know coming in the game, you know the game kind of let it it got to mold itself, so everything is not going to just jump off the board immediately. But uh, at the end right there, the defense standing up and then us, you know, finishing the drive. How do you think a win like this can spur the offense going forward? Uh, it can it can spring it a lot. Uh, like I said, uh, resiliency is probably the biggest component of the team that'll probably get us through because it's the NFL. It's not gonna be you know thirty to zero or it's like college. Uh, it's gonna be a close game almost every week. So uh, I probably say resiliency is the most important thing. That was Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett and also George Pickens on the Irish Steelers podcast as we roll in, roll into the bye. Nice little chilled weekend this weekend we still have content coming out and you, you can obviously follow and keep up to date with all the stuff on X on Instagram and TikTok Steelers Ireland senior guy tag leader for leader kicking uh, the Steelers um, had the prize with the leader kicking academy at the gift global games in Dublin and they had a tour himself tag Ronan Patterson and Ross Balger had the tour with Dan Rooney of the facility on Saturday and then they were on the sideline with my man Connor Mangan on Sunday and I tell you what boys very jealous yeah we, we have to get over jealous. <laughs> <laughs> extremely jealous fair, fair play like it looked like a what a game to go to first of all uh, and secondly look uh, I think that's every Steelers every diehard Steelers fan is to be on the sideline 
pre-game and post-game. I think Dave, I see Dave nodding along. He he agrees with me. So look, putting the call out here on the podcast to get it, get us over there, guys. <laughs> we want to be in action. We'll get over. Definitely looking forward to it, boys. We are going to go over at some point, and I know whenever we do, it'll, it'll be worth it. And it's funny because, like, there, are, like the the great thing about the AFC North is there's always a good matchup. Never mind the rest of the schedule. So when it happens, it's going to be special, and we have to have a a water or two around Christmas. Hopefully, watching the Steelers game, maybe, maybe that Bengals game on the twenty third of December. Leave that with me, boys. Uh, but it was great crack seeing them, and I I enjoyed Tyke's takeover on Instagram this weekend. And keep following, folks. And remember, you could you can also listen to us and off the ball as well. It was on at different times during the week on the live radio. If you hear it, boys, do. Don't flinch. It's your voice. You're grand. But you can also listen to the games live and off the ball, which is great crack as well. I guess what, what I'd like to do is get your thoughts, boys. Like, you know, think about this. What, what are your thoughts coming into the bye? Now, we talked about it briefly at the start, but, you know, three and two, top of the north. For me, it's rest up, get ready to go, and just try and get more out of that run game. Jimmy, I know you've talked about it. Just try and get more and more and more because if you can give Kenny that confidence where you can hand it off and you can get more and more on the ground, it's going to help that offense go forward. But, you know, we know what ourselves, these bye weeks, these weeks in, in, in the NFL go in quick. Before you know, just before you know, there's a game in a few days. So just make the most of the bye. And I guess you'd hope that... Uh, the Steelers, Jimmy, are still sitting top of the north come Sunday afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like you said, I mean, they need to take the time now to rest up. We have two of our starting O-line are currently injured. Hopefully we can get them back. And I think that'll make a massive difference in terms of opening up running lanes for our backs. Uh, hopefully we can get Fryermuth back as well after the bye. He's obviously a key piece of our offense, uh, especially, you know, in the middle of the field and as a red zone, end zone target. Um, so we, I think we were definitely missing that option in the, in the passing game and also in the blocking game. So look, overall, heal up, keep keep practicing and uh, get ready for that um, for that road game to, to L.A. is all they can do, really, I think. Yeah, it's, 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 it's sort of looking ahead to L.A. in a few weeks time. And the idea of like looking at the bye week, we, we've talked about the offense, we, we've talked about the defense. Fans are very passionate and they've been very passionate over the course of the last few weeks in many different ways. Is there anything else that you'd like to see, Dave, just coming out of this bye week before we look at a game next week? Not not necessarily. I mean, apart from, you know, once we're watching Steelers again, which is obviously going to be next Sunday, I just want to see a, like a vast improvement, as you say, in, in the offensive side of the ball. Um, the run game, as you said, with Jalen Warren, I, I initially had... Uh, Najee in front of him, which understandably is a first-round pick, but I think I have to concede that Jalen Warren certainly has to get more first-team reps. There's there's no doubt about it. He's been, it's even the tenacity he runs with as well. He's a lot, he's a lot more of a harder runner than Najee, I think. So maybe that's that's something that we can work on with with both running backs. So apart from that, if we can just rest up, as as Jimmy said, Farmers, if we can get arrested for another week, hopefully he'll be available on um, next Sunday against LA. But apart from that, if we can just rest up. Uh, and then we can see a vast improvement on the offensive on the offensive side of the ball come next Sunday. That's that's all we really want the Steelers fan. So fingers crossed that'll happen and um I'm, I have confidence that every that every confidence that it will happen. Sorry. Let's see what happens. I mean we've obviously got the Rams game next week and we will look forward to it over the next few days and next week on the podcast. We hope to get a guest on just as we get into the bye this week and we'll see what we get. Do stay tuned on the podcast channel. I would say, folks, and I know Jimmy and Dave would, would, would just echo these thoughts, 
and um, please do reach out to us on social media because we're at the bye. We'd, we'd, we'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd, we'd love to hear your comments. Use the hashtag Steelers Ireland um, on X, on Instagram, on, on TikTok. Uh, and let us know what you think, you know, not just about the, the team itself. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Is there something you'd like us to do? Would you like to come on and chat to us? Do do let us know. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. And we, we appreciate the comments. We're sitting here now, five weeks out from this watch party in Dublin. It's going to be unreal, lads. I'm really, really excited for it. And that's what I guess, yeah, we, we will all see each other there as well. So it's going to be cool. Any final buy thoughts? I know, I know, Jimmy, you're heading to the States this weekend. Is anybody... Any other plans for the buy? I'm going to London on Sunday for the Titans against the Ravens. And I hope, especially because of the Ravens, boys, I hope I see a lot of Steelers jerseys. If you're there, do tweet at Steelers Ireland. Do post on X at Steelers Ireland, in fact, as well. Uh, Jimmy, you're heading to Notre Dame this weekend. Do you think you might see a bit of a few Steelers jerseys there just while you're there? I'm very excited. It's my first time back in South Bend in a couple of years. And I'm going to a, um, what can only be described as one of the oldest traditional rivalries in college football, Notre Dame, USC. So very excited. I, I'm a bit disappointed. There's no Steelers game. I always do enjoy watching the Steelers game stateside uh, with my fellow Steelers fans. But look, it'll be nice being able to watch football at, a, I suppose, a quote unquote normal hour. <laughs> I might even get the Sunday night game in because it'll only be eight o'clock over there as opposed to stupid o'clock in the morning. So now looking forward to, to, to catching whoever, whatever Steelers fans I come across. Yeah. Yeah, the uni plans just going to rest up, watch a bit of Rams tape, and obviously they they got rid of uh, Von Jefferson now, and you got Cooper Cup sitting there as well. We'll talk about him next week. Just ju- just watch a bit of tape, just get a cup of tea, and examine the rest of the league this weekend. Yeah, I'll give him a give him a voice arrest for Sunday. Obviously, the Steelers not playing, and I'll have to shout at the TV. But uh, I'll probably be shouting on Saturday night. Hopefully, when when I'm watching Ireland trounce New Zealand in the rugby, hopefully that's what I'll be doing. But um, yeah, apart from that, rest up. Not only is the bye week a chance for the team to rest up, gives the fans a bit of a rest up as well. So come on, you boys in green for Saturday night, and then I'll, I'll just chillax watching hopefully the Ravens um, stumble across the lane against the Titans, so we'll see. Yeah, very, very best luck to them. We're buzzing. I'm buzzing. I, I can't wait. Like, I think if we win, there'll be a podcast in the middle of next week, but we'll definitely be there. It's it's great luck. It's great for the island, uh, both north and south. Everyone's buzzing over here. And certainly it's just a really, really fun month because we've got... Obviously, the rugby on at the minute, the Steelers are top of the north. We've got this, got this. Honestly, you know, lads, people were talking about this in London at the weekend, just this watch party. And like people are really paying attention to it. And I know there's a lot of cool ideas and plans underway for it. So certainly looking forward to it. And um, folks, I guess for now, I'll say to yourself, Jimmy and Dave, enjoy the bye week. And for people that are watching and listening, uh, please enjoy the bye week. Rest up before you know it. Steelers football will be back. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the bye week and uh, we will chat to you soon. Here we go, boys. Here we go. Go Steelers.